0: Hello everybody and welcome to our second episode of Miracast, our podcast about the upcoming stage production, Mira, and giving you an interesting ear to all things theatre, all things dance, and what it truly means to take an international stage production all around the globe. So today I'm here with Chamka, hello, welcome. Hi, hi George. So Chamka, tell us who you are, give us an introduction to someone who doesn't know you, what do you do?
1: Well, uh, basically, I'm a retired uh, professor of drama, Uh, you know, was teaching drama at Bond University for many years. Informal drama, it was obviously, you know, because Bond doesn't have a faculty or department of drama as as such. So basically what I did was, um, I was asked to teach communicative skills and language to international students. And I thought that uh, one of the problems with uh, speaking in public as far as international students are concerned is the sense of loss of face, of shyness, of the fear of making mistakes if it's a bookish way of learning the language. So I thought, well, let's try drama. I said, you know, let's just throw in um, certain scenarios and get them to speak um, using their whatever grammar mistakes they making, whatever mispronunciation is, but let them, let's get them to open up. And so drama allowed me to do that. And in the process, Australian and American students joined in and before we knew it, we had a full-fledged language and drama course, which worked really well. Now, prior to that, um, you know, I I was born in Malaysia, lived in Malaysia for a large uh, part of my life. Um, I did a lot of theater from around the age of eight or nine. And um, I went through university, did a degree course in literature, and uh, that obviously incorporated drama. And um, so I was, I was really fully involved in theatrical productions with the British Council and other Malaysian organizations. And I then set up my own theatre company, a professional theatre company, and uh, we did a few plays before lo and behold i got my uh, permanent residence in australia so in 1991 <laughs> i came over and i said ah oh, dear there it goes it's gone it's you know I'm ne- i'll never be in theater anymore but as i said bond university you know sort of um, took up that uh you know the, the Picked you up yeah they said you know i said look uh, i i went up to the dean and i said we don't have a course that is specifically uh, specifically relates to.'" Uh, the application of drama strategies in language learning you know so what about it you know oh yeah i said go for it and before (laughs) i know it i found that bond was the only university in australia that was conducting drama um, based language teaching it was very very successful Uh, then there was also a a drama club at bond and we staged a few plays um, involving students and staff uh, among them 12 angry men uh, which we, you know, because I wanted women to play the lead roles, I changed the title to 12 Angry Jewels. <laughs> and we did, uh, um, you know, Chekhov. We did, um, 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 oh, names won't come to mind, you know. As you get older, you forget things. But <laughs> it's part of the developmental process, you know. But, yeah, I think in, in the period of time that we were there, we did at least six to eight plays away from what my students were doing. So my students would, every semester, by place and stage them uh, as part of their assessment. So that's a very large nutshell, but... Uh, <laughs> definitely good. one hell of a resume, <laughs> yeah. definitely. Yeah. Oh,
0: I know I'm actually a fellow Bondi, and it, it's really great to actually hear that. I, I didn't know that much, or your extensive history with Bond, and how they, they really they really do endorse and encourage that that really immersive and experiential learning, which I guess we, we do at, at Wild Dreamer Productions as well. So. How how did you then stumble into Mirror? What what brought you into this beautiful stage show?
1: I was, you know, sort of cheerfully going through my um, closing lectures because I was about to retire at Bond. And I was packing up and stuff. And suddenly I got this phone call from one of Artie's friends. And she said, oh, you know, would you like to blah, blah, blah. And I said, what's what, what's, what's going on? And I said, oh, we're doing a little play. Um, and Arti Bajaj, whom I'd heard of but I hadn't hadn't met, um, uh, like you to, if possible, help out. I said, yeah, you know, I'm about to retire. It'd be a nice sort of uh, transition into retirement doing a, a theatrical production. So I met her, and um, you know, she she immediately struck me as somebody who had this this spark that I hadn't seen in a lot of. Uh, theater people on the Gold Coast, you know, because by and large it's a bit of a cultural desert, as you'd imagine, you know. And here was this young lady wanting to do a production all on her own. So I said, Yeah, I'll, I'll help out. Little realizing the extent to which she was taking the play. And when I went to a few rehearsals, and you know, I, I did have my doubts, as you'd imagine, you know, did have my doubts thinking that, oh, I think she's, it's enough more than she can chew. But when I, as we went through the weeks and the months, and about a year later, I saw the play in its entirety, and then I went for this uh, um, uh, dress rehearsal. I said, "Whoa!" I said, "This is it, you know. I think I found something to do." That (laughs) I've definitely got something to fill all my time. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, I missed the play because I had told Artie way in advance that I was going to Thailand with my wife who's a law professor and she was going on a conference there and we were away for about a month. So I missed the actual production. Oh, no. yeah, so you was... haven't even seen Mary <laughs> yet. All I saw was the dress rehearsal, which as you know, dress rehearsals are dress rehearsals. You, know? you see dresses and you see a rehearsal and, and that's basically it. But um, I heard all kinds of wonderful things after that from people who'd seen it. And you know, they are always detractors. You cannot get away from them. So when I came back, I met a few who said, "No, nah, 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 we didn't, you know, we didn't enjoy it." And I said, well, "Hang on, uh, you know," I said, "Why?" He said, "Oh, it wasn't spiritual enough. It wasn't religious enough." I said, "It's a love story, and it's done with a twist." You know, uh, what Arto done very cleverly—he's given it a new face. You know, she, she's 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 meandered away from what the traditional um, Indian theatre would be and incorporated. Western dance and Western music and you know Indian music and 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 there's such a buzz, there's such a such a pizzazz about this play that I couldn't understand why they were. And I said I told they look haters will be haters, just ignore them, and keep going where you are. And so well. Again, coming back to where we are now when uh, she came back to me after the production to say, look, we're taking this play to Auckland. Oh, I was rocked back on my (laughs) heels and I said, really? (laughs) I said, well, "Well, that's another huge step you're taking. But what I saw in that young lady and I still see in her is something nobody else on the Gold Coast is doing. Taking on theatre in a way, in a singly taking on theatre in a way that nobody else I know, at least to the best of my knowledge, has done on the Gold Coast. Yes, there are theater groups, you know. Yes, they have stage productions in various theaters, but I haven't seen anybody so dogged in her plans for what she wants to do with this play. So when she said, look, uh, let's go, I said, that's a human dynamo. (laughs) (laughs) You know, she is dynamic, and I want to encourage her, you know, Uh, I've I've, I've been in theatre for 45 years, I've seen all kinds of stuff, but this is new to me, you know. So, that's the moral of the story, you never stop learning. And so I'm learning a lot from Artie about what new directions theatre can take on the Gold Coast.
0: I know, and I think you touch on a really great point, because it is so exciting to not only be a part of the journey, but also Artie's journey as well. we actually got to talk to Artie last week and, and talk a bit about her journey and how she started out with almost no profile at all and how she's now worked to build this show from nothing and i think that following along with her story it's it's something that is just so special just as much as doing the show as well it is it's 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 really great to work alongside her and and tell us what is it like for you to work alongside her what's it like being immersed in that kind of creative decision-making process because I know that obviously you're the, the drama consultant for the show so you have a lot of influence on on how the characters are coming together so so what is it like really being alongside her and, and being immersed in creating the show into to what it was and, and what it is going to be be for the future right
1: I, I see her as a you know, mixed doubles tennis or badminton or whatever you want to call it no, we, we're the same team and uh, when she said, look, as a drama consultant, I'd like you to advise us on, you know, the various bits and pieces of what theater is. So I said, all right, it's the actors you want. Let's let's see which person suits which role. And then it's how they enact their, the scenes, how they internalize um, what is required of them. <coughs> Excuse me. And also the technical aspects, you know, like blocking, um, you know blocking is so important particularly with inexperienced actors, you know, they're all over the place So you, they've got, you've got to train them to stand in certain positions using certain angles Because the stage is just just life at that particular moment It's life
0: and just to jump in that's to make sure that there's certain characters not blocking other people that, on
1: stage, right? That's right, you know, so you your positioning on stage is important and also the uh, the fact that uh, when you're acting on stage, it's not real life. A lot of them, especially new actors come in and they think, ah oh, yes, the camera's on me. I said, this is not cinema, it's not television where you got little mics picking up your voice, cameras from different angles picking up little twitches on your face or little movements. No, the th- uh, theater with an audience of anything from 100 to 500 to 800, whatever number of people sitting there, requires larger than life movement. It requires voice projection. So, in a sense, stage theatre is artificial, but actors have to the, got to get their heads around the fact that they are not, you know, it's not Chamko, it's not George, it's a character acting a certain role. So, you take off that mask of George or Chumko, and you put on the mask of the character, and you immerse yourself in the role. So, it. It's quite difficult with new actors because it takes a lot of repeating uh, certain actions, uh, repeating certain lines in a, in a particular fashion before it, they internalize what's required. Thank God, thank God, so far with all the actors in MIRA, uh, they all seem to have understood what's required of them, you know, and we can just keep our fingers crossed that you know that it, they do it on the day of the production because it's it's... A one-off, you know. It's not like cinema or theatre. Yeah, oh sorry, or television. You know, you have many takes. No, it's, it's one-off. You make a mistake, you carry on. Okay, the show must go on. Of course, and that was even more so last year
0: when it was our only show. That was that was the one, the one only moment that they had. So there, there's no time to to freeze or stop or think about it. You just gotta keep rolling it and keep doing the best performance that you can. Uh, and, so it's amazing, it's, it's, it's exciting, it's 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 a really immersive immersive show. And I think you really touched on that with what it's like when the characters are on stage and, and they're acting, it is so immersive. And I think that's even more intrapolating when you have our, our projections all around the theater. You know, you, unfortunately you weren't able to be there on 4th of November, but actually being in the theater and not only having that show, having the cast doing such an amazing job, but then also having these amazing galaxy projections and, and, and colors and, and scenes projected onto the literal walls and roof of the theater. It was a complete immersive experience. It was, it was it was magical. I must say, we have a recording of the show, so we will definitely have to get that across to you so you can actually experience it before Auckland. <laughs> yeah. um, but you talked a bit about um, the influence, and, and especially your influence as well, as, as bringing in the, the Western culture or the influence of of that Indian style with the, the Western the Western cultures and elements as well. Can you talk a bit about how, how that kind of looks for Mira?
1: Well I think I think theatre allows us to imagine. We enter the world of imagination, you know. And that that gives us a whole new dimension. Um, i e you can blend cultures, you can blend notions, concepts and produce a play, like when I mentioned um, 12 Angry Men, which was in, in essentially an all-male play. And when I looked at the script and said, hang on, women can do these roles, and so I converted it, not changing the script in any way, but having females. So that's what I mean, that when, when you take a play and you, you incorporate your own personality into it, you know, you, you of course you, you do the writer, the playwright justice by ensuring that it is staged as honestly as possible but with this particular production it was, it's just fascinating to see you know indian culture and pole dancing and ballet and so on and so forth all as if it was meant to exist it is. it's almost In, organic the yes. way it comes together organic is the word george organic is the word and that's the first thing i told my wife i was watching it this is so it's developing, it's progressing, it's, 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 it's a it's flower blooming, the petals all starting to re- reveal themselves, you know, and just the energy, just the energy that the actors, that the play had. Even at the dress rehearsal, it was not, you know, obviously not what was finally staged, but even at the dress rehearsal I said to myself, how has this one person <laughs> been able to get everybody around to weigh, her way of thinking Look, all I can say, George, is we have to support this person. We have to support Arty. We have to encourage her to proceed without caution. <laughs> Seriously, you know. I think that is a good idea. yeah because if if she is held back, it is detrimental. She's to just her. going to explode. She will, you know. I mean, she will just atrophy, and that's that, you know. So we've got to, you know. And if she stalls, give her a tiny little push. So I've made that my whatever time my finishing line is you know as you get older, of the finishing line appears more crystal clear clear in front of you. I told myself, well, for the next three to four years, whatever she does, I want to help her produce. So we're looking at other productions. I've suggested one or two other plays that she might want to do, but uh, with Mira, I think she's achieved something as I mentioned earlier. nobody else on the Gold Coast has you know more power to her yeah
0: it's 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 so exciting um and hearing what's been in store for art and what could be in store as well going forward and obviously the show show last year was so um amazing some loved it some had some other things to say but is it for 2019 in auckland is it the exact same show as last year what is is there been any any changes is it the exact same cast how how is auckland kind of coming together in that scope
1: yes i think um After we decided, and we had, a, we had a chat, and she said, look, let's get some professionals and let's get people in, in Auckland involved. So that basically meant that we had to release some of the Gold Coast actors. Some just couldn't make it, you know, just couldn't fly to Auckland. Uh, and so we sourced um, actors in Auckland, we got a nice bunch of people, we auditioned. I think it, bas- it was basically a day-long auditioning event. And we got some really interested very enthusiastic actors and now our job is to uh, get them to memorize their lines. The difference between what happened on uh, on the Gold Coast and what's going to happen in Auckland is the voices were pre-recorded so the actors really basically acted to pre-recorded voices so they could actually mouth the words without having to memorize the lines. But, and some of them Particularly those with large mustaches covering their lips. They could have been saying anything under <laughs> those mustaches, you know. Uh, you know, they could have seen anything, but the voices that were coming us, uh, the recorded voices were very obviously very clear. There's
0: people like the evil villain who had a huge curly mustache, that's, right? That's right? Of course, and
1: Sung. Yeah. So now it, the whole thing has changed. You know, they've got actually, they've got to memorize their lines, they've got to project their voices. So it is different in that sense. There have been a few little, uh, um, little changes to the script, minor, minor details uh, which have added on to, I think, the, uh, the depth in the play. Um, so essentially, same costumes, same plot, new faces, and the actors are responsible for creating personalities using their voices. Their own voices, not recorded, not pre recorded, but they, they and then. So, yes, so it's, a, it's a task for some. Yeah, so, you were
0: really like empowering all these, these people to, to, once they put on that costume, they are no longer who they were, but they are now that character. Uh, and whatever personality they, they emit and put out is, is their own kind of creation. Um, but that is what is technically going to bring the show even so much more alive than, than last year. Yeah. Wow, and, and how are the cast? shaping up this this year
1: yeah uh, touch wood we seem to be moving forward quite effectively uh you know i've been i've been now to auckland uh what uh three times and uh, met the actors we had a few rehearsals they're all quite keen Uh, i'm just warning them on overconfidence and unfortunately the ego factor it can come in sometimes unobtrusively you know other times very very obviously and I'm I indicated to them that um, stage actors cannot afford to feel entitled. They're part of a team, you know. No team succeeds if one player wants to outshine the others. You know, you got to be part of the team. And so, I, I'm quite happy with the way things are progressing at this stage. Uh, I'll be going there again uh, next Wednesday. Um, conducting rehearsals you know intensive rehearsals over three days it's Thursday, Friday and Saturday coming Um, and we'll see we'll see but I have I'm really confident that uh, we'll get that you know with the people that we have the dedicated enthusiastic they want to be part of this play and they're making time you know we might have to you know
0: slap a few and, um, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully less than many, Yes, <laughs> um, but I know that was definitely something that we, we felt last year, especially being so much more of a, of a community-driven show than what we were this year. Um, there was definitely that, everyone had to pull together and, and it was no one person that could help make the show what it was, but it was our huge collective and, and the huge power behind that, that vision that, that really did bring it to life. It was, It was just something so amazing to be part of. Um, so, you talk a bit about obviously flying between here and, and New Zealand, first obviously been to some rehearsals, keeping the whole team in line. Um, but have you been to the theatre yet? Have you been to ASB? Oh yes. Have, what, what, tell us what it's like in there, because even I haven't been in there, and I would love I would love to hear. I haven't. Yes, well,
1: it's a, a smaller version of Hotter than you know, on the Gold Coast, but it's a pretty little theatre. It's got all, it's got fantastic acoustics. Wonderful stage, beautiful seating. I believe that the seats have been sponsored by various personalities on the Gold Coast, so that's really how the theater you know, so people actually say, Look, here's my seat, my name's engraved or <laughs> you know, plaques put under the seat. Yeah, so that the, basically the whole theater is made up, I believe, of spon- sponsored seats. That's cool. And uh, the gods, as we say, you know, the balcony, the you know, upper yeah. levels are really wonderful. I walked up there, and I looked down at the stage, you can see the stage from every angle. Wow. Backstage, beautiful. You know, the, the actors' rooms, uh, toilets, etc. So I think we've, we've got a wonderful place to stage this play. And I think it'll be an eye-opener to quite a few Aucklanders, Orkies, <laughs> the people of Auckland, you know, who are to theatre. They'll you know, not seen anything like this before. So, you know. Uh, right now, I think the, the the flyers and the posters, as they're being um, sent around to various uh, um, organisations in uh, in Auckland, indicate that it's a play that might incorporate sitars and Bollywood dancing. I hope not, <laughs> you know. But if they see it once they get there, it's a cultural experience and Various points, you recognize yourself, you recognize your own culture. Whether you're Indian, or whether you're Aussie, or whether you're a Kiwi, you recognize bits and pieces, and you can relate to the entire play. These are like little neurons, you know, linked to each other. And the effect of, I think, I hope they have the haka scene at the end, the haka is spellbinding. Uh, that's the plan, to have it in the play, and I hope it is part of the play. That alone, I think, will, will gel so many things together that uh, we're going to have, at the end, uh, a majority of the audience giving them a standing ovation, and they deserve it.
0: Yeah, you know, I was I was there on, on the 4th of November when I saw it even just at HOTA, the, the theatre here on the Gold Coast. And even that got standing ovation and almost had me and tears watching it. So the way you describe ASB, I can't even wait to see not only that theatre, but also seeing it immersed in that world of, of Mirror. Seeing Mirror everywhere, seeing the cast on stage and, and some of the cast from Australia, some from New Zealand. and gonna be something truly magical, truly magical to watch. I've been looking through pictures on the ASB website on the mirror page and it just looks
1: just looks fantastic. Yeah we've got dedicated professionals you know working getting together particularly from the technical aspect so look I think we're in for a wonderful experience and I am looking forward to actually finally seeing the finished products. Of course, yeah. <laughs> of
0: course. I'm so excited to see it and get you, getting you to actually see it for a time in full. Now, there's one more thing I want to ask because obviously you are, you are on the front line with these characters. You are there day in, day out at their rehearsals, especially every time here on the Gold Coast and whenever you can get to Auckland. Um, and I caught you here, I think it was last week, um, for a few moments, and you were telling me about one of our main characters, um, Ashani, who played Young Mirror in 2018 and will be again playing her in 2019 and you're telling me how she's just developed this whole new dimension this level to her her depth and her ability on stage and something that i have been so in, intrigued and thinking about since we had that conversation was what is it truly what is it like to to be alongside these people and start with them and especially obviously last year and working with these guys for a full year to 18 months and watching that kind of development and growth and and how it's how it's panning out for this year as well what is it really like to be like alongside them and watch these amazing aspiring professionals to, to grow oh, it's,
1: a, it, it's a it's a marvelous experience You know, I mean you work with adults and you always fear that when you work with children that something might give now Ishani you mentioned her just now I really truly hope that she makes theatre one of her aims in life because that young girl that young lady she has talent personified she's talent personified she has such such an ability with relating to the lines you know such 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 skill at interacting with the actors and relating to the audience because stage uh, uh, acting on stage requires to you to relate with the audience you know and she's doing that well so Working with people like this, whether they're children or adults, I feel uh, fulfilled, you know, when especially when I see them as doing certain things and I tell them, Look, why don't you do it this way? Why don't you look in this direction and and see your lines in a particular way? And they do it, you know. I there's something in me just goes boom, yes, you know, I've done it, you know, I've got somebody and 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 I've I've got somebody in the the image that I wanted that person to be in, you know, like I. told all the actors, you know, a, a famous director once before said, um, you know, actors sometimes get wrapped up with themselves and everybody thinks they're different parts of the clock, but the director can see the time, you know. <laughs> and so but that stayed with me right through my young years up to you know, even now. So I tell them, you're a team, do not, uh, when, I, when I work with you, don't think that I'm, I want you to be me or I want you to be yourself. You, I want you to be somebody that is recognized. Excuse me, as a person who is part of the play. So people like Ishani do that. Yeah, she may have a tiny role. I really hope down the track, if I have the energy and she's grown up, uh, that I get to work with her. Yeah. Maybe that can be your retirement project.
0: <laughs> maybe <laughs> not, Mira, because I think Mira's is getting a bit too hectic for that. But yeah, maybe maybe taking a Shani under your wing, and and I, I agree, especially you know I only mentioned the sh- only Ashani story, but that's everyone from Amit to Bahini. Everyone seeing these people who who have some interest, some even if it's starting out as just some leniency towards the arts, to to see these people get involved and to just completely come out of their shell. Yeah. It's 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 magical and. And I know that we truly can't wait to then once share that magic again for the second time, and have you there this time in Auckland. Um, we do have tickets available now. They are actually available discounted rate as part of our early bird special. And um, you can get them either on our website. You can head to ASB's website. Um, you can see me. We'll have Chum Call there. Will you be there
1: this oh, year? Can yes. you guarantee? I am going to be there and wild horses won't keep me awake. Yeah, <laughs> no, no conference, no nothing. <laughs> that you will be
0: there in the yeah, theatre. I'm going to
1: be there. Buy tickets, guys.
0: <laughs> we can't wait to see as many of you there. So thanks so much, and we'll be back soon, guys. Talk to you later. My pleasure. Thanks, George.